Hi, this is Natalie Hoffman of FlyingFreeNow.com, and you're listening to the Flying Free Podcast, a support resource for women of faith looking for hope and healing from hidden emotional and spiritual abuse. Welcome to episode 121 of the Flying Free Podcast. Today, I invited a special guest to answer one of the questions that you sent in, and I'm really excited about this episode because I think we're going to have some fun in this episode. This is not as as serious as some of our other episodes. My guest is Jill Swanson. She's a Christian image style consultant whose passion is to help women feel good about themselves and the way God created them inside and out. Jill is the author of several books, including Simply Stylish, Look Great, Spend Less, Don't, I mean, I love that, right? And the newly released book, 30 Day Makeover Inside and Out. So, welcome to the Flying Free Podcast, Jill. Hey, thank you, Nellie. (laughs) So, I, I, I just, so, okay. Those of you guys who are listening on the podcast, we are also recording this for YouTube. So I'm saying hi to podcast listeners and I'm saying hi to YouTube watchers. And those of you who are on YouTube, I just want you to know, Jill, I want you to tell them how old you are because it just blows my mind. Tell them how old you are. A woman's never supposed to reveal this. I know, I know, but I think, (laughs) I think for our topic, we need to, we need to reveal it. Okay. I, I just turned 60. Um, but that said, you got to realize I have filters on my cameras. You know, you can do that with Zoom. <laughs> yes. So, I don't, if you see me in real life, you're going to go, oh my word, has she ever aged? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I have the, I have the filters on mine too, but it's not that, it's not that drastically different. It's not like, it's not like you're getting a, what do they do on magazines where they, oh, um, okay. What's that called? Oh, they- yeah, I call it Botox instead of Botox. Yeah, yeah Botox. <laughs> yes. Pictures. So if you're listening on the podcast and you um, you want to see what we're talking about, I mean, she looks absolutely incredible. Um, you'd have to go to you- the YouTube channel, my YouTube channel, and go watch this episode <laughs> over there. Okay. So anyway, um, before we get to the listener question, I want to tell everyone how you and I connected a few years ago. Um, I was getting, this is about... Uh, 2013. And I was getting coaching from Leslie Vernick. And I was telling her about how frumpy I felt and how everything in my closet was either black or gray. And she recommended that I give you a call. I think you had done some work with her, correct? Yes. Yeah. So, um, and fortunately you lived, she, uh, Jill just lives in not that far from me in Rochester, Minnesota, where Mayo Clinic is. That's kind of how people know that place. And she came out to my house and we went through my closet and she took me shopping at all of these amazing thrift stores in the Twin Cities, which I had never thrift shopped before. I didn't even really know what that was. And she taught me what colors looked good on me, what styles were right for my particular body shape. And my closet has never been the same. So you're going to understand why I'm setting this up when I when you listen to this uh, listener question, okay? When I heard this question, immediately I thought of Jill, and I thought she is the perfect answer to this question. So here's the question. Hi, Natalie. Flying Free has uh, been the perfect next step in my life after being separated from my husband for almost a year and a half and taking a Christian codependency workshop class that was... Uh, very enlightening. Um, This definitely um, was the perfect next step. So my, I have two things actually. Um, One is I would love to, I'm 63 years old. And of course my hair colors changed and 
um, you know, various things about me, I would love to have um, a reputable service that could help me to kind of remake my my physical appearance, like um, it just to capitalize on what I have. I don't want major shifts or changes. I'm happy with who I am and how I look, but like the type of glasses and what what colors look the best with gray hair and, you know, those types of things. I've tried to Google it. I There are beautiful people in the area, but they but they do maybe just hair or nails, but they don't, uh, or facials, but they don't um, talk about what coordinates. And you always look so coordinated. So I love that. Okay. So Jill, you know why I thought of you, right? Why don't you tell everyone what you do for a living? Okay. And mind you, I have been doing this since I was 20 years old. So I, I have kind of built the business as the years have gone by, but it started out, I, the basics is knowing what your colors are. The great thing about that is color, color speaks for you before you get even get into the room. It says something to the people about you, but color doesn't cost you any extra money to get the right color on something. You know, it's not like, Oh gosh, you got to spend a lot more money for that jacket. So it looks good. No, you can buy a black blazer on the same rounder as a red one and, and wear the red one instead of the black one. And that's going to be the same price. So I started with color analysis because I thought this is the art of the natural beauty in a woman. You know, it's just bringing out your natural hair color, your eye color, playing up your lip and cheek color. It's simple. And it made sense to me. I mean, this is like granimals for adults. You get a color splash packet <laughs> and the stuff is made to mix and match. It's great. I mean, it, it, it just was so logical to me. And I tell people, you can get down to one lipstick and one blush. You get down to one nail enamel. You get down to one pair of shoes. You get down to one, um, uh, well, one of everything, basically, yeah. if you needed to, because I'm all about simplifying things. So that's kind of where I started. Well, then all of a sudden I realized here's all these women with body image issues. They feel terrible about what they look like. They've put on 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds. They feel awful about what they're looking like now. How can I help them? Because we can dress well. It's like I tell my friends, clothes cover a multitude of sins. There's so much you can do. It's true. With Yeah. And there's some real great tricks for that. So I like to include, um, I decided I want to teach women how to look good in their clothes and not just the clothing looking good on their body, but the clothing reflecting who they are from the inside out. Because, you know, you've got friends, some of them are real earthy, natural friends, and they wouldn't wear a speck of makeup if their life depended on it. They have a look, they have a personality, and you really don't want to necessarily change them. You like them the way they are. And then you have other friends that are like super girly, girly, and they like the chi-chi-la-la kinds of stuff. And (laughs) that's their thing. And it's like, let's celebrate who we are from the inside out, too. So when I do style consultation on someone, I want you to know both aspects of that and what goes good with your features. You know, what matches your nose, what matches the shape of your lips, what matches your jawline. Let's work with the way God blessed you. Then it's like, okay, now she's taught me colors and styles, but I have no clue how to go shopping or what I should do with what's hanging in my closet. So with fear and trepidation, and I'm not kidding you, every time I opened a new part of my business, I was like, Lord, I don't want to do this. I don't like this. I want to do this. Let's just do colors. I know colors. But sure enough, it opened the door to organizing closets, which I absolutely love and teaching people how to put those clothes together so they look good on you and determine what's missing and why doesn't this work right? I bought it and it looked great. I often laugh and say, you know, we love two thirds of what's in our closet, but or excuse me, we love what we buy, but we hate two thirds of what's in our closet. Very often that happens. 
So anyway, that then once I emptied out somebody's closet, and I shouldn't say that because I try to leave people with a, a pretty good percentage of what I started out with. If I can't, if I can't leave a much, I will say, let's just restyle this in a different way. Put some different buttons on it. Or, you know, we just need to take the sides of this shirt and all of it and it'll look good. So I'm looking for ways we can recycle and reuse what you have. But then the next step is we need to shop. We need to find some things to fill the void like you and I did together. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. My favorite place to shop, as you well know, are those consignment stores. And <laughs> we're blessed because I shop consignment stores all over the country. In fact, I have a running list of here's the good consignment stores in Florida. And here's the ones I found in California. And I've got you know some wow. here and there. So but I'll tell you one thing better shopping in Minneapolis, St. Paul area than anywhere else in the country. And the reason is we clearly have four seasons. People don't keep their clothes that long. Oh, yeah. don't wear them out. You go to California and these people have worn their clothes year round because they have the same temperature all year round. Right. So their clothes usually get, don't look as good in the consignment stores where ours usually look pretty good. I mean, they're like new. So that's a fascinating and, piece of trivia. Yes. And so I, and then I, after I did all of that, I developed one program for a, a, you know, a select few women that said, I just want to be completely made over. What can I do? So for an entire day, and sometimes I encourage them to do a day and a half, we do all those things I just said. I pick out makeup. I help them know how to put that on. I take them down and get their hair done. It's a blast. Or if they're like, no, I'm going to stay with my own hairstylist. I'm not sure I'm ready for that. I give them pictures of hairstyles and say, here's what you need to do. And the results are those before and after pictures that I often show, you know, when I'm doing presentations like this. Mm -hmm. And the pictures, and I put a lot of them in my book, Simply Stylish to inspire women. Okay. I don't wake up looking like this. I I just really (laughs) want to shout that out. Please. This does take a little bit of work, but you know, a little bit of paint on the side of the bar never hurts anything. (laughs) Right. I mean, why not? I love, I love you so, so much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I should just come on here sometime with no makeup on. Well, you should do like, I'd like, you should put that. Hey, that's a great idea for your next book. Do a before and after of Jill Swanson. Well, I actually have those that I use when I do presentations. Uh, Okay. Okay. There's, in fact, I come in looking like a before and then transfer into an after, but the real Jill, when I tried to do these, I actually had professional pictures taken of me with no makeup on, absolutely no makeup, looking as bad as I possibly could uh, in reality. And then me with makeup on. And there, there is a significant difference. It's, it's phenomenal. But the thing of it is, everybody's got their pain points, okay? Yeah. Um, for me, it's these huge dark circles under my eyes that make me look like a zombie. I mean, I get up in the morning and you would be scared if you came to my door. That's all I can say about that. So we all have things about ourselves we really don't like. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I just want to draw attention to the fact that the reason why I thought this was a great question and a great topic for this podcast is that so many women, uh, Christian women, they're going through kind of, I mean, I think a lot of people go through a midlife crisis anyways, Mm -hmm. just that's sort of a normal thing to go through. Not everyone does, but a lot of people do. But a lot of the women in my audience or my listeners are kind of going through a midlife crisis at the same time that they're going through this waking up process and realizing that they don't even know who they are. They gave themselves to this husband and, or to their families and they just kind of, they die, they died to themselves, but they completely, you know, now they're dead and they don't even know they don't, they've lost touch with what they even like. A lot of the women that I work with, they don't know what they like. They don't know what colors they like. They don't know what that's. I think that's what, where I was. That's why my closet was just black and gray. Cause I just had no, 
I, I think it was a reflection of how I felt inside. I just felt black and gray inside. And so, I mean, I don't know. So use those of you who are on the podcast, you can't see me, but I'm wearing, I'm wearing a color and I love, I now I gravitate and go and I look for colors just like you taught me. And I, my, my closet is full of the, my signature colors. Can you talk just a little bit about that? Cause I, that's a really easy thing for people to go and like fix it in is, there. It's something you can put into practice probably with things that are already in your closet too. Yeah. Your signature colors are simply the colors that repeat and enhance your own natural coloring. It's the colors you see when you look in the mirror. Okay. So my signature colors, first of all, let's talk about hair color. Okay. My hair color is kind of a golden beigey kind of a shade or whatever Miss Clarell I pull out that week. Um, but basically <laughs> my hair color has got a lot of yellow tones to it and some brown. So when I wear camel color, like a camel colored coat, you notice my hair right away. And I actually do keep a camel colored coat in my closet on a regular basis, because when I don't have the right color coat to wear over something else that I've worn, if I put that on, it just looks right, because it's an extension of my hair. So with you, the platinum tones and things that are in your hair and the ash tones would be one of your signature colors. And you could get a jacket or sweater or scarf in that color. And what it will do is it'll just look like an extension of your hair. So if you're like, oh, my hair isn't very long, believe it or not, you put a you can put a scarf around your neck in your hair color and visually make your hair look longer, even though you're not necessarily fooling anybody. It's it's an optical illusion. It's yes. so cool and it works that way. And then the second signature color, and this is so much more evident on you, Natalie, than it is on me, and that's the eye color. When you wear like a blue or a teal, the first thing people focus on are your eyes. They're just drawn right in and they're looking right at you. And when you wear your eye color, you have eye contact with people. And when you have eye contact, you have better communication skills. So talking one-on-one with somebody, if you want somebody to really listen to you, your eye color is an excellent color to wear. And then the third color, and this is my favorite one, is your lip and cheek color. Because like what you have on today, the first thing I noticed was your lipstick and your cheek color stood all the more. You look healthy. It really pops on you. I love that. And I usually try to do that on a regular basis with what I wear, whether it's like, I think last time we were together, I had my coral blazer on. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. This has got just a little bit of like a pink, I don't know, can you see it? Yeah, a little pink and rose in the color, just a touch of it, enough so that it still kind of keeps me bright looking. You don't have to do this in clothes either. You could do it like in a necklace that's got your signature colors in it, or you can do it in a scarf that's got your signature colors in it. So I challenge you, ladies, go to your closet, start whipping through and say, okay, what matches my lips? What matches my hair? What matches my eyes? And start working with those. Now, the only thing I need to warn you about is there are those of us that have dark eyes and dark hair, like brown eyes and brown hair, and some uh, and sometimes very dark skin. Our dark skin, you're going, oh, brown on, brown on me is like kind of boring. But what you do when you've got dark, a very dark complexion is pair that brown color with white. Because with you, what's going to happen is your eyes are going to stand out even more because you've got the white eyes. And your smile will stand out more too, which is, you know, you put the white on, it's like, oh, smile, eyes, wow. It really makes it happen. Yeah. Um, So that paired with a brighter color is another option. You can take a shade like brown and put it with like a red, a bright red or an orange or pink or something like that and really make them focus on you. I think that's important that you feel good about your own natural coloring. Now, granted, the lip color, we could change that. So, um, you know, the key thing is get you in the right lip color. And going back a little bit on what you were saying about not knowing who you are when you come out of this, this, 
like, you know, somebody else has dictated, I want you to look like this, perhaps that's been your situation. Or it's like you said, you just totally lost yourself. It's like, okay, gray and black, that's all that's in my closet. Um, one of the key things in my working with somebody is I, I have them take personality tests. They're fun ones. It's not anything that's going to be used to be held against you in a court of law or anything like that. <laughs> but what it does is it helps me help you understand who you really are. What is your dressing style? What is it that that's going to punctuate you? Because I get a lot of people that are a little bit of a blend. Like I talked about your friend that's an earthy natural and your other friend that's a romantic. Well, some people are a blend of those two. You know, as I call yeah. them a natural or maybe an earthy romantic. But the interesting thing is just getting that right person developed so you understand what that is and what that looks like. Yeah. Um, even right down to how you organize that closet. Your personality can tell you whether you should have your closet all just regimented all right in a row or whether you need little outfits hanging together. Or some people I'll say, honey, don't put all your clothes in your closet, put half of them in another closet because in about another month, you're going to be bored with them. And if you see it, it's going to bore you. So go back to the other closet then and pull out something fresh. So, you know, there are all kinds of things that we consider where personality comes into play here. Yeah, I love that. I, I definitely did feel a like a blossoming of who I was when I started looking for clothes that, and it's so weird because in the Christian world, I was raised that I was raised in and that I was immersed in for so many years. That was such a, like an external thing that was kind of self-centered or kind of viewed as not very spiritual or not very, you know, it was like something that you really shouldn't focus on because there were so many other important things to focus on. Right. So oh. I felt kind of guilty. I had to kind of get past that. Even hiring you for that day, I really struggled with guilt for that for a while. I mean, now I wouldn't, but the person that I was back then, I really had to like push against what all of my brain's programming was up till then. But it was pivotal. That was a pivotal moment in my life, probably the very beginning of me like busting out of that cocoon and learning that I could be a color. I didn't have to be a little green or brown caterpillar on the ground. I could actually be a butterfly and fly and that that's who God created me to be. It, like we can celebrate being a butterfly and looking like butterflies. Yes, I think, you know, and I think all of this stems from that verse in First Peter 3, 3 through 4. That's the one that tells us your beauty should not come from outward adornment, you know, yes, yes, hair and wearing gold jewelry. And you're like, oh, my goodness, that's, you know, I can't, I can't stop looking dressed up and looking beautiful. <laughs> and this is New Testament stuff. My goodness, we're not even talking about Leviticus here. Right, right. New Testament. But the problem is, and I think a lot of us have stumbled on this verse, whether it was ingrained in us growing up or for me as an adult, I really going into this business and reading that made it really hard for me to justify, can I have a ministry and do a beauty business at the same time? And yeah. God said, heavens, yes. And really what it comes down to is um, considering, consider the background of what was going on here in the Roman history. Women were weaving their hair with gold, gold uh, and sparkly stones and things. And they would do this just to garner attention, okay? Uh, and not just attention from men, but it was attention because, hey, we have lots of money. Look what we got. Look at, you know. And so it was a pride thing. It was not a matter of, you know, God saying, you need to look ugly because you are a Christian. You know, that that had nothing to do with it. So it's interesting, you know, in 1 Timothy 2.10, it indicates that we need to stand out 
for our godliness and not our gaudiness. So if you, mm-hmm. and in these, these women's cases, obviously it was the gaudiness. Can you imagine putting your hair up and doing it really high and then having all kinds of gemstones around it and lots of gold jewelry hanging on your neck? Yeah, that would be, you know, kind of the old Mr. T issue that some people, you know, had a tendency to dress in about 20 years ago. But I think the thing of it is that it does get ingrained in us growing up for some people. You know, it's like my mom always said, you know, that's just wrong. My dad never would let me wear makeup, you know, heard that many times. I was the kid that um, even in junior high school, I wanted to wear makeup. And my my parents, my dad in particular, was a little bit like, "Mm, no. So I would get on the bus. And when I was younger, when I was in like sixth grade, I was on the bus trenching my cheeks as hard as I could. So I would have color, you know? And I mean, I was, it's amazing. I didn't just pinch them right off. I mean, I really wanted color and I had no (laughs) color there at all. Then I think if I recall, the next step was putting a little makeup on on the bus. So mom and dad didn't see me doing it. (laughs) Rebel. But you know, coming back to what it means today, it's a matter of what is your motive? For looking good, dressing nice, wearing makeup, fixing your hair, what's the real motive about uh, what you know? What's driving you to do that? If you're in a marriage and you're doing it to attract other men, no, then I'm sorry, that is very wrong. If you're doing it because you want everybody to notice you, you know, and say, "Oh my goodness, she's so beautiful," I just wow. You've got to think about what is your reason behind it. Now, how we look and what we what we wear is going to influence us and others' perception of us. There's just, there's no game around it. We live in a world where we see things. Um, That's how we communicate with people and clothing and accessories and makeup communicate a message about ourselves. And this has been proven many times that when people perceive you, it communicates your trustworthiness, your credibility, your moral values, your intellect, and your savvy. I mean, Mm. if you were dated and out of tune with what's going on in the world, and you're trying to deliver a message to somebody that's maybe a message of intellect, or let me help you get out of the situation, or in my case, beauty, and they look at you and they think you your look is dated, they're going to think your ideas are dated as well. Same with yeah. your glasses. I often say the glasses tell a lot, glasses and hair, because glasses are the one accessory more people see on you than anything else you could possibly wear. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that you you know, strive to try to keep those up to date as much as you possibly can. And I realize that financially, that's a huge issue. I mean, I don't have insurance that covers my glasses. So I have to really think carefully, am I going to wear these for a long time? And are they going to look dated? You know, all those Mm -hmm. things. So I'm very empathetic towards women that are like, okay, what do I spend my money on? What do I not spend my money on? Yeah. Yeah, you were. You were very sensitive to that with me because I was still in my prior relationship and didn't, you know, money was being watched very carefully. So I had to be careful. And I did get in trouble. Do you remember? I got in trouble for, <laughs> do you remember? I don't know if you remember, but at the end of our day together, um, my ex called, well, my ex now, he called and he was angry and I had to go. I had to cut it short a little bit and I left. And then, um, yeah. So anyway, but I'm so glad it was so worth it. <laughs> it was so worth it. Are you a woman of faith who also happens to be divorced? I've been developing a brand new program that will give you the tools you need to manage your thoughts and emotions, grow your self-confidence so that you can take risks and do things you never dreamed possible, and so you can build happy, healthy relationships with other people. Did you know none of this good stuff depends on your outward circumstances or your past? 
You can generate the life you've dreamed of all by yourself. And I'm going to teach you how through online classes and transformational coaching. Are you ready to take your new life to the next level and fly higher? Learn more and get on the waiting list at joinflyinghigher.com. I wanted to find out too from you if you could share how you got into this, how you got into this business. Oh, you know, this goes back a long ways. I was in, I think I was in the eighth grade at the time, had this huge crush on a guy, you know, those junior high crushes. Mm -hmm. And I would watch him and follow him around and go, oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. But I would dare not go up to him, you know, because that just is not the way you do it in the eighth grade. Um, And so finally got to be towards the end of the year. And my girlfriend said, I'm going to get him to come over and say hi to you. At least get him to come to the locker and say hi to you. I was like, oh, okay, that I guess I can handle that. So she finally gets Arnold, Arnold, okay. And see me and she says, my friend Jill um, would like to meet you. And he walked over to the, to the locker right next to where I was standing. And in those days, we had huge lockers. I mean, I could be inside the locker. It was yeah. that locker. And he took one look at me and he said, oh, you're ugly. And he slammed the locker. Oh, my, my goodness. And I remember how that sunk in so deeply. I thought, I'm ugly. I'm ugly. You know, and I guess I hadn't thought a lot about beauty and ugly and that type of thing at that point in my life. It wasn't a huge deal. I mean, I like to play pretend and dress up in dresses and, you know, long formal things and pretend I was a princess. But to have a guy that you're really interested in tell you you're ugly, it's devastating. Yeah. And I know a lot of your listeners have not just encountered this from a boyfriend, but from the person they committed their life. Yeah. And Natalie, that breaks my heart. Yeah. That is not right. And I go back and I think about how that impacted me at such a young age. And I mean, I, I was able to spring back from it, but it still never left my mind. But to have that done as an adult woman, to have a man say something that horrible to you or to tell you you're fat, I don't want to be with you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awful. That's, that's abuse is what that is. And so I, what it, what it did to me at that point, at that age in my life was make me say, okay, I will never have somebody say that to me again. I'm going to do what I can to make the most of what I've got. So I can feel good about myself and be ready to go into high school. And so I spent time that after that summer, especially going through beauty magazines, really studying how did she do her makeup? What does her eyebrows look like? What is this? You know, just I started really getting into it and saying, okay, what can I do to make the most of what I've got? When I graduated from high school, it was an, you know, it was an ongoing thing for me to try to do that. But I also had a ball when I was in high school making my friends over. So I kind of came by this naturally. It's like, hey, let me show you what you can do with makeup because I, I just really had a good time learning about this. So I am really grateful for where God brought me from it. And the reality is, like I said, I wake up in the morning. I'm still the old Jill. But at the same time, I can slap on a little concealer and some lip color and feel a little better about myself. I mean, what you see right now represents the woman I want to be. The woman I, I you know, that's that's really who I am on the inside. Well, especially this. I love yellow. Makes yeah. Good, you know, and I love to wear a little makeup and do a little eye thing and, and feel good about myself. It really affects my self-esteem. And I know it does for the clients I work with as well. 
I can remember, um, you know, having clients come in and just feel really low and down about themselves. And when I got done, they looked in the mirror and said, well, they were crying. And this is an odd, this is a common thing for me. They're with tears in their eyes going, I didn't know I could look like this. Mm. And I, God made everybody beautiful. Every woman has got something in, in uniquely her yes. that's her apart from everybody else and makes her beautiful. You know, and I can't help it when like when I'm looking at somebody, when I'm talking to somebody, I notice these details. I notice the fact that you have beautiful lips. I notice the fact that your eyebrows are are beautifully placed on your eyes and they're not twins, they're sisters, you know, they're not exactly (laughs) like she's gotten two identical, you know, little things, little details like that. I can't help but notice it. I always notice the good in another person. I always notice the beauty that's there. And we as women were created that way. Created to appreciate beauty and also to create beauty. Yes, a meal that you're making, or a garden that you're planning, or a home that you're decorating, or a child you're dressing. You naturally have this gift of creativity to make things beautiful. God placed it in our hearts. Yeah, cool. And I love that we can actually do that with ourselves. When I think of you, I kind of think of someone who you're like a restorer of you know a fine antique piece of. If you saw an antique a desk for example, in an antique store that hadn't been taken care of for so many years, but you would be able to see the potential in that desk. And then you bring it home and the work that you would do. It's not like you're making the desk over again. It's all you're doing is bringing out the natural beauty that was already put in there by the original craftsperson. Right. So that's what you do. Yes. And you know why I like that is the fact that you've now taken something that's been sitting unused for many years in the corner of a store and you're bringing it home. You've made it beautiful. Now you can actually use it. Yes. And it's like when we feel good, it energizes us. When we look put together, we can suddenly start concentrating our efforts on the task at hand and centering our attention on other people and not on ourselves and not yes. feeling bad about ourselves. Yeah. And, and also, you know what? It's just plain old fun. It's just plain old fun. Like, why not? (laughs) Why not have fun? Okay. So Jill, I want you to, before we go, I want you to tell them, especially like this woman who asked the question, she was looking for you. She's looking specifically for you. So I want you to tell, I'm sure there's other women listening to this that are thinking, yes, I would like to know more information about how I could have Jill come and help me. Or even, I mean, it could be as simple as purchasing one of your books Cause that's, yeah. that's a good place to break in. Cause you have Absolutely. great tips in those books um, as well as other services that you offer. So why don't you tell us what you do and, or what, not what you do. I guess we've already talked about that, how they can find you now. Okay. And let me start at the, at the bottom tier here. The, the easiest thing to do is my books are written in very simple ways. Okay. Um, I wrote them on a, like the, the understanding of a nine to 12 year old. Okay. So if a nine to 12 year old picked up my book, they, they would get it. If you're the type of person that's like, okay, I still feel a little guilty about spending time on myself. I don't know if I should do this. I wrote out the door in 15 minutes. Okay. How to do it fast? Because then, you know, like I said, you can save that time and use it for something else. And it's just a bunch of quick tips. And it even includes simple things like how to clean your closet and make it organized, how to pack for a trip, that type of thing. The other book I did more recently is a little more of a manual that you're going to keep in your closet and refer to on a regular basis. This is called Simply Stylish, Look Great, Spend Less. And I wanted, again, I I, I taught them how to do quick. Now let's talk about how to do it cheap. 
Okay, you don't have to spend a lot of money to look good. So in here, I gave ideas on where to shop and what to buy at this type of store, like an outlet store version versus a consignment store or a department store versus a boutique. There are purposes for each one of these that you can buy things in that makes sense. So I, I outlined that part of it. But even more importantly, I went into here's how to figure out, uh, give you some ideas of what your colors might be. Here's how to figure out what looks good on your body style. You know, here's how to do one of the personality tests is in there to figure out your personality. So that's what I covered in this. Well, most people wanted more of a workbook. How can I make this really work together? So that's when I came out with uh, 30 Day Makeover, which is the one that just came out. Um, 30 Day Makeover, inside and out. And this isn't just a workbook about your outer beauty. To me, it's important that you work to the same degree on a daily basis on your inner person as you are on the outer person. And eventually what happens is you're working more on the inner person and less on the outer person. And and you feel good about it. It's where God wants us to be is concentrating our efforts in him. So those are those are like the tears going up. The um, the consultations, I get a lot of people I'm doing online consultations with now because they're from most of my clients are from all over the world. And with that, again, I'd say start out with color and style. And I can do those online. It's possible. I have you send me some photos. And again, nobody sees these but me. So it's okay. But looking at those pictures, I can determine what colors you can wear. I can determine what styles you wear. And I also usually do a Zoom meeting to get to know you a little bit. So that's that's the other aspect. And then beyond that, I will take, I, I go, I can do a closet thing, like go through your closet with you online. I've got an actual program where we store all your clothes in a closet online. So you have access to it any time you want it so you're like do I have a shirt that goes with that let me look at my closet and it'll be in there and interesting yeah oh it's fun it's I use it a lot for myself because it's like I can't remember if I bought a a navy blazer a few years ago or not it's going to be in my in my phone right at my fingertips service I pay for for my clients to be able to use so it doesn't cost Mm -hmm. It's just part of the closet part of this. Um, and then in that, I can I can shop for you a little bit online. I could put outfits together that way too. I can say, oh, we could take this and this and put it together. And here's a little pod. And you've got pictures of those little pods of what goes together. Um, and the other thing I really encourage women to do is if you get to Minnesota, take a vacation for just shopping. And it's not just shopping, it's getting educated on how to shop because most of the women that shop with me say, I kept hearing your voice in my head the next few times, the next time yes. I it's still saying, no, no, you don't want to do that. It doesn't fit you right there. Or, you know, do you really love that? I'm thinking you're more in love with the price than the piece. So those are the types of things. Cause if I could take a woman and I could take her shopping and dress her for, a, you know, buy an outfit and dress her for a day, I can teach her to dress and dress her for a lifetime. And that's Mm -hmm. where I just love what I do because then they're like, look what I want. This is working for me. I'm so getting this. Yes. I want women to be, I want them to have fun with it. Like you said. Yeah. And I can attest as one of your clients that it was amazing. And I did learn a ton. Again, it was a a pivotal point in my life for a lot of different reasons. So I, Thank you so much, Jill, for taking some time and sharing your expertise with us. Um, you are the perfect person to answer that question. And I think a lot of people got a lot out of this. Well, I so appreciate it. Helps. And you know what? If you didn't have time, if you, if you can't afford any of this stuff, I got a blog on my website. Go to that. It's got tons and tons of articles. On, and you can just search whatever you're looking for. So that probably would be a big help too to anybody. Yes. Yes. And I will put links 
for all of you guys who are listening or watching, I'll put links in the show notes. If you go to flyingfreenow.com forward slash 121, which is this episode number, all of the links will be there. So it'll be really convenient for you to just click on the links and go exactly where you want to go. All right. Let's throw that discount code in there too. Oh yeah. Tell us about that. Um, If you want to get a book, if you buy any of them individually, any one of these individually, you can get it for 20% off if you use the Chic 20 code. It's C-H-I-C and then 20. That's all you got to know. If you buy the two books together, these two, those are discounted already. So there's a really good value in that. It's better than 20% off. Okay, perfect. That that discount code, code will be in there as well. All right, you guys, thanks so much for joining us for this episode. And until next time, fly free.